Welcome to the Mom Docs Podcast. We are three chiropractors on a mission to empower moms and dads to intentionally choose health for their kids and families, to provide core principles to raise their families holistically, and to help parents take an active role in their family's health. Our goal is to provide families a philosophical approach to healthcare that steps away from the conventional and supports true health. All right, so welcome back. Um, I'm Dr. Natalie. I'm here with Dr. Erin today, and I'm super excited to talk about this topic um, just because as we head into this new year, I know that eating healthy and eating healthier is typically on the top of most people's to-do list. So today we really want to get into um, just giving you guys some of our go-to recipes that we use in our homes that um, you don't even need a recipe for. That's the best part. And um, they're also kid-friendly. They're easy to throw together. And, you know, when it comes to, so before we jump into the list, I do want to spend just a couple minutes talking about just refreshing our minds when it comes to meal planning. And I find with most people, if we're going to eat healthy, we've got to plan ahead. Like if you fail to plan, plan to fail is usually how it about goes. If you, if you haven't thought about dinner until five o'clock, we all know how that ends up, um, ends up going. So for me, you know, I'm excited to pick your brain on this too, Dr. Aaron, but you know, in our house, I, it's like, I cannot go into the week without sitting down sometime over the weekend and made it super simple, but I will write out, okay, what are the five meals that we're eating this week? And some of those are the go-to ones that I make almost every week that we'll cover today, but also, you know, grab out a recipe book, pick out a couple new ones, or I'll go to Pinterest and find a couple new healthy ones that are fairly easy. You know, I'll make my grocery list and get to the grocery store, make sure that I have everything. If it's a great if it's a great prep day and, and we're around, um, then I will do some meal prep, you know, on Sunday before we head into the week. And those are for sure the weeks that we end up eating a lot healthier and, and staying on track. Um, excited to hear from you. What What is your guys' routine when it comes to, you know, meal planning for the week? Yeah. So I think it is, it's so critical to have a plan. And that was actually um, something that as a family, we've set as a kind of a a goal in 2021 is to be more prepared with our meals, have um, more of a plan. And really what we, we kind of got into a meal rut in 2020 and we were making kind of the same things over and over again that people were kind of bored with. Um, So what we're going to start doing is we're going to let every family member have a little bit more input um, for the meals that we're making throughout the week. And so we're picking on Sunday, you know, we're going to have, um, X, Y, and Z for the week, um, in terms of meals, but the kids are really helping to influence, you know, what that is because we've, we've had some picky eaters in the past, but I've found that when they feel like they're in control, um, at least in some aspect of what goes on the menu for the week, you know, then they're a lot more likely to enjoy what they're eating. And so we're going to, you know, if it's Sunday, we're going to sit down as a family, talk about what we want to eat for the week. And it's normally just the dinners that we're talking about because we're pretty consistent with breakfast, um, doing, you know, a smoothie bowl or a smoothie. And then lunch is typically kind of leftovers or we'll do like a simple salad. Um, But then dinner is really where the, the planning and the prep comes in. And so we try to get input from everybody and then we go to the store once. Um, and usually it's, you know, on, on the weekends, we're not messing with that during the week. 
And once we've got all of our ingredients from the meals we picked, you know, then we don't have to go back to the store. So that saves me time and it actually saves me a lot of money. So I'm not buying things I don't need. Um, and we'll factor in, right. We'll factor in snacks into the, you know, the grocery list too. Um, but that's kind of where we're at. And then any, like you said, you know, if, if we have time and we can prep some things just to take it off my plate later in the week, then we'll do that. Um, and the kids get involved and they help too. So that's kind of how we do it. And something that you said, I think is huge is that we, um, sometimes for a lot of people, the idea of just like sitting down and coming up with a plan sounds like a lot, or it sounds overwhelming, or it sounds like it takes too much time out of the weekend. But honestly, as you just said, it saves you so much time during the week. And it also saves you time then while you're at work on Monday, stopping to think about like, Oh shoot, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? You know? So when I've worked with people with nutrition, it has blown my mind. How many, how many times some people actually go to the grocery store throughout the week. But I was like, wow, if you just sit down and came up with a plan and yes, then you're going to be in so much better shape. So for some of you, that alone might just be a great action step. Um, I know I've talked about this before, but something that really helped me because I'm the personality I also, I hate planning. I hate like the discipline of making myself sit down and come up with a list for the week. But obviously I I see the value in it because if I don't do it, then, you know, the week gets totally thrown off. But, um, something that you can do is just sit down and write out, you know, what are, and ask your kids, what do you like to eat? What are your favorite meals that we make? And I'll make a list of 20 different meals and, you know, that are kind of go-tos that I know everyone will eat. And then I just divide that by uh, four and I have five meals, you know, for the, each week for a whole month that I don't have to sit down every week and think about it. So it's week one. Okay. Here's the five meals that I'm making, go to the grocery store and get what we need. So let's dive in, Uh, you know, some of these we just wanted to give you guys some of our go-to recipes that you don't need a recipe for that can help you. Um, we're going to post the list of them on our Instagram page. So make sure to check out our Instagram page to get that whole list. Um, but we want to just talk through, okay, how do we throw some of these meals together? What are some of the tips um, that that we found to work well to make, make the same meal work for kids of all ages, you know, on top of it? So why don't you jump in? What are some of your guys' go-tos in your home? So we're big on stir fry. Like that is one of probably the, our biggest easy go-tos is the stir fry. Um, I will get, there's these um, packs of grass-fed sirloin at Costco and mm-hmm. it's actually already made. It's already cooked and I'll heat that up and I'll just throw in a ton of veggies. So we'll get broccoli, carrots, um, you know, sometimes we'll get peas and beans and, you know, just anything really you can put in there. We'll get like shredded broccoli, shredded cauliflower. um, And then we'll use like the, either the primal kitchen sauce, which I know we're going to get to in a second. Um, There's like different teriyaki sauces that they make that are really low glycemic and they're really clean in terms of ingredients we'll throw that all together and we'll get our chopsticks out. We'll make it really fun for the kids, but that's a really yummy way to get vegetables. Um, and you know, just give our kids a little cultural lesson and they'll, they practice using their chopsticks and they love it. But that was actually last night's meal. Um, and we'll do that at least once a week. And then my husband and I like to add like tons of hot sauce on ours and it's just really good and really easy to do. 
I love that. We That's one of the go-tos for us. And I usually end up saving that one for like the end of the week. So it's like whatever leftover vegetables that we yeah. have that's left in the fridge from the week, they get thrown into the stir fry. Right. I know uh, liquid aminos is a super easy um, you know, healthy version of soy sauce that yeah. you just add a little bit of that, a little bit of salt, a little bit of garlic. Um, and then we usually have it over, like, we'll put all of that over, uh, cauliflower rice or, yeah. you know, brown rice, um, which makes it yeah. super easy, um, super easy and good. All right. What's next? <laughs> uh, so the next, I'm just going through our rotation. And um, so we will do, we always buy, um, half of a grass-fed cow, um, and it's all, it gets butchered, and we go pick it up from the butcher, and it's in different cuts, but we do that every year, and then we stock it in a meat freezer, and so I just pull from, and then I know my meat is clean, and I don't have to mess with um, paying a middleman and being charged per pound much higher than I can if I just buy a half of a cow from a local farmer. Um, but we'll make, we'll use that to make bunless burgers, or you can, um, you know, make your burger patties and then use cabbage leaves or butter lettuce as a bun. So we typically do not eat buns, um, or a ton of bread in our house. Um, but that's a great way to, you know, still feel like you're having the experience of a burger with uh, cabbage leaves or butter lettuce. Um, and then we'll just load it up with, you know, tomatoes and pickles and onions and whatever my kids will eat They're They love pickles. So we'll definitely do that. We get Primal Kitchen ketchup, which is low glycemic um, and it's organic. So we're not messing with any of the chemicals that come in normal conventional ketchup um, because we know that tomatoes are um, super high on um, the pesticide load list. Uh, and then we'll sometimes I'll do like sweet potato fries in our air fryer. Um, you can do like steamed broccoli with that. And it's just a nice, it's actually a fairly easy um meal to go to during the week. Yeah, that's a good one. We we do the same. We skip the bun, use butter lettuce or cabbage. Mm -hmm. And then that's typically when we cook sweet potato fries too, because that ends up being, you know, a little bit more filling, but a lot healthier version of of carbs. Our go-to, if I were to ask my kids anytime, hey, what do you want? It is tacos. (laughs) So Tacos are for sure into our weekly plan every single week too. And some, some tips with that, you know, making your own taco seasoning is super easy and it's a great way to cut out, you know, some of those prepackaged, you know, taco seasonings can have MSG in them and other, you know, preservatives. So it's super easy. I just, it's chili powder, it's cumin, it's garlic and salt, you know, all to taste. That's, all that you need to make taco seasoning. And for us, same thing, instead of, you know, using, you know, white, white wraps, um, some alternatives, the Siete brand is a great, a great way. So like one night, uh, I usually do like two pounds of meat. I'm totally about like, let's make it. We'll for sure have, you know, leftovers. And the next day we'll have taco salads for lunch, or we'll also use the Siete chips and make like super nachos, you know, tacos and load that up with, you know, lettuce. Our kids love black gloves. We'll throw avocado. I mean, Um, Siete wraps were good. 
So also just like a big main lettuce that you can make a taco out of that. And if you're cutting out, you know, the white wrap, making sure you put on something like avocado or guacamole sometimes we'll make and that or salsa, you know, some of those good fats um, and guacamole and the avocado is going to be a lot filling um, as well. Awesome. Actually, I got to share this new idea. I, um, my kids taught me this because they're grass and this, and it's brilliant. So if you take sometimes the Siete wraps, if you've ever used them, they do break a little bit easier. Yeah. So if you break it up into like triangles and then put it into a muffin tin and then just bake them, bake really? them at three for like 10 minutes until they start to get firm. So it makes like this little muffin cup almost um, of like from the wrap and then they're hard. So then you just fill it with meat, cheese and all the rest of the toppings and it makes a fun, like hard little shell. Um, Super fun. Again, another way when we're having tacos every single week, we've got to find different (laughs) ways to change it up a little bit. That's awesome. The latest super fun one. We also do the same with um, like ground beef. Okay. As you were saying, like a hamburgers, we do the same thing, buy a grass-fed cow, and that's a go-to in our house, too, is, is hamburgers. But um, same thing, use that muffin tin, and I'll just take the hamburger and press it in and push it out and around, and okay. then it makes it super great. You bake them, and then you've got these little, like, hamburger cups, essentially, that then you can fill with, you know, the, the everything else that you mentioned, like cheese yeah. and... Um, the avocado and pickles and all that kind of stuff. So another fun, fun thing. I, you've been mentioning the primal kitchen sauces. Like those have, those are a life changer in our house. Um, because you know, I'm the same way. If you put the right sauce on anything, it makes it taste great. So I love their, um, chicken Caesar salad dressing. My kids will actually, they'll eat salad if there's, if they like the salad dressing, right? Right. And so cutting out, you know, any dressings that have bad fats or, you know, hydrogenated oils, trying to steer away from those and having, you know, other chemicals in them. So the Primal Kitchen, like we love the Caesar salad, we'll make grilled chicken and put that over romaine lettuce with some Parmesan cheese. And we just use that, um, that Caesar salad, uh, salad dressing, which makes it awesome. So you've got to go check out some of those, um, some of those sauces, they can really help too. I feel like they keep coming out with more and they've got an awesome steak sauce now. I mean, if you really take the time to read ingredients labels on sauces alone, like those are huge sources of sugar and hydrogenated oils and all the nasty stuff. Um, so that's why I just, I really trust Primal Kitchen. So mm-hmm. I love I they're actually, have you tried their barbecue, um, not barbecue, their hot sauce. It's like a, oh, it's a wing sauce. Like a buffalo sauce. The buffalo. That's what I was I looking for. I haven't tried it yet, but I've seen it. So I need to go grab that. It's so good. I, this, this wasn't on our list, but I make um, buffalo chicken with that. Yum. And if you just take a couple bags of cauliflower rice and you cook chicken and you dice it up and you mix it all together. And then you put that, the primal kitchen buffalo sauce on it and um, maybe a little bit of cheese over top. And then you bake that. It is like the best and it's not too spicy. Like my kids will eat it. Okay. And so you got to try that. That one's super good. I will try it. Another favorite that we have is oven baked chicken pesto. Again, the the sauce just makes it. If you buy a healthy pesto sauce that, you know, doesn't have canola oil in it, but is made out of uh, extra virgin olive oil, 
pesto is super great. It's basically oil, uh, basil, and some nuts are made when some are made with pine nuts. But I'll just put chicken down, and I will slice tomatoes or red peppers, you know, whatever vegetables you and your kids will eat. And then you just spread pesto over it and bake it. And I also will put that over cauliflower rice to make it a little bit more filling as well. That's another easy, simple, like go-to in our house too. Yeah, we've done that too. It's really good. Um, Something... I know Sarah is not with us on this episode, but she does something with her mac mac and cheese. How does she yeah. incorporate the broccoli? I didn't really understand that, but she has like a trick. So she, we were actually at their house. Our whole family was for New Year's. And uh, this was totally one of her go-tos that I have now stolen because my kids loved it so much. So she, if you can get the the Banza brand, um, we get it at Costco. Oh, but yeah. They have a macaroni. It's macaroni like a chickpea. Yeah. Yeah. So the manza, their, their noodles made out of chickpeas. So you're not getting gluten or, you know, white flour. Um, but they have like bands and noodle um, macaroni and cheese. And so she'll, you know, cook that just like you normally would, but she'll take bone broth and she'll steam like frozen broccoli or steam broccoli in bone broth. So that's adding in like hidden nutrients. She's a master at like getting in more nutrient dense food for her and her kids. So anyhow, she'll steam the broccoli in bone broth and then essentially like get it. So it's completely on like a plate and it's pureed and then she'll just mix that with their macaroni and cheese so they're getting bone broth and um, broccoli with their macaroni and cheese and my kids loved it so it ends up just being like a total like cream sauce so it's still like you know your kid's macaroni but there's added nutrient density to it with the broccoli and the bone broth in it too so that was a fun one to hear let's talk dessert what do you uh, do at your house for dessert yep so we have the famous blueberry treat So if you ever come and stay at our house, this is something that Ryan has done almost every night for the past 14 years. Um, And he just, I think he's a little bit addicted, but it's just frozen blueberry, organic blueberries in a little mug and he'll put almond butter and sometimes honey, a little bit of almond milk, maybe a little bit of granola um, if he's feeling, feeling frisky. But he'll, he does this every single night. And then anybody that comes and stays with us, he automatically makes it. And it's just his thing. It's like he looks forward to it all day long. Um, and then our kids do that too. Um, in terms of, you know, sweeter stuff, my kids are constantly in the kitchen baking. And we'll do Lakanto baking like Lakanto's the brand and they use monk fruit as a sweetener instead of sugar and most of their stuff is gluten-free um so we'll do like their cookies they are clean for the most part um we'll do their muffins their pancakes you know all that stuff and it's really fun for my kids it makes it a little bit easier because it's a mix what do you guys do what is what was the brand of that again Lakanto Lakanto, cool. Yeah. I have to check that out. We use Simple Mills a lot for that. Like they have, you know, a pancake mix, waffle mix that's yeah. all, you know, made from, you know, it's like eight ingredients that you can read them all. And um, they also have cookies. So my girls are totally in the, the age where they love to bake. And it is a super simple, um, 
you know, boxing that they can follow, but it has great ingredients. So we'll do that. Another thing that we do for desserts here and there is, um, we'll make just like homemade ice cream and it's not, it's super simple. Like we just use, you know, once the bananas are going bad, I throw them in the freezer each week. So we'll use, we'll grab a frozen banana and we'll just do almond milk or coconut milk in the blender. And then we'll put a scoop of, you know, vanilla grass fed whey protein. And that has, it's sweetened with stevia. So it sweetens it a little bit, makes it a little bit yeah. creamier. That's like our go-to. That's my kids ice cream. I we'll also it. do it with strawberries. You know, we got to change it up. We'll do strawberry ice cream one night and super simple, just frozen strawberries, you know, almond milk or coconut milk with a little bit of vanilla grass-fed whey. And it's amazing how yummy that tastes too. I love how your husband throws in the peanut butter. That's a good addition. Another one, this one's, this one I always laugh at frozen, um, raisin nut balls. This has been, (laughs) I I, I call it that because it it is what it is. All right. The raisin nut balls are a go-to in our house. And, um, Raisin nut balls, that's, it's basically the, the recipes in the name. So if you just take an equal ratio, like 50-50 ratio of raisins or craisins, I know a lot of craisins end up having a lot of sugar added to them. And even the ones, I just found this out, the ones that they say have 50% less sugar, I was like, oh, sweet, they finally caught on. We don't want as much added sugar into our craisins. And I looked at the ingredients and of course there's artificial sweeteners in there. Of course. So oh it makes, yeah, I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to go that route. So I just use raisins, organic raisins and a 50, 50 ratio of whatever nut you have in your house. Okay. And, you know, we'll use cashews, almonds, you know, pecans, walnuts, whatever you have. And if you have a food processor, it works the best in like a food processor. I've also made it in the blender too, but 50, 50 ratio of raisins to nuts and you just blend it up and I'll add in a dash of vanilla and some sea salt. And then you just form into balls and I like to keep them in the freezer. Okay. But they're a super easy snack that it's like, Oh, you just need that something. We use that dessert. Like, Oh, after dinner, you just, you just need that something like grab a raisin nut ball. That's all right. I got, those are good. So you're going to add that to me. (laughs) Going on my dessert rotation. Love it. So I think we probably covered at least 10 things. We'll, We'll post a list in Instagram, but we would, we hope this, this list blesses you and at least gives you some fresh new ideas for this new year. And we would love to hear from you. Like we'd love to hear from our listeners, you know, add on to our post on Instagram, you know, what are some of your easy, like go-to meals that we can all benefit from too. We would love to hear. So thanks for joining us and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for joining us today on the mom docs podcast. If you enjoyed listening to the show, the greatest compliment you can give is to share this with others and leave us a review on iTunes. By subscribing to our podcast, you'll never miss an episode. We'll see you next time.